listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hello, genre film lovers. Welcome back to 9to5.cc's coverage of the Fantasia International Film Festival in Montreal. This year, we're going to be going to see as many movies as we can. It's going to be headed up by Phil and Sophie from the website. I'm not going to waste any more of your time. If you enjoy the podcast and reviews that we're doing, tell your friends. Uh, We'll see you in the lineups. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to our welcome back to our podcast series about the 2018 edition of the Montreal Fantasia International Film Festival. It's a Saturday morning, and I feel that you'll hear like sleepiness in maybe all of our voices, except for Phil. Phil yeah. doesn't sound, which is weird because so, he works nights. <laughs> uh, I'm actually. What time no, did I'm you actually, wake up? No, I, I'm not working now. I'm on vacation, but no, I'm as I'm as, as sleepy as you guys are. <laughs> I, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't sound in your voice at all. Like you, you sound like you're like, oh, I woke up at 6 a.m. and I went for a run. <laughs> oh, boy. No, not even. No, no. No, I'm just I'm, uh, I'm uh, doing the method acting thing, I guess. So I'm, I'm trying to act not, not sleepy. We'll, like we'll see how long the that skin lasts. of someone who is awake. <laughs> That's what I try to do every day. So, yeah, there you have it. I'm above uh, pretense. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys have been watching uh, a bunch of movies. Obviously, if you go to 9to5.cc, you will see uh, Fantasia movie reviews are all over the place. We also kind of threw up a banner on the main page. So if you want to jump straight to the Fantasia content, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, Mm -hmm. And the purpose of this podcast, I guess, is to just sort of uh, hit high level some of the movies you've seen, some of them, I guess, that you haven't necessarily written the reviews for yet that are having reviews coming back, and maybe just uh, some quick highlights that could refer back to the reviews. Does that make sense, guys? Yes. Um, Yes, yes, it does. All right, uh, Sophie. Before before we get to the the reviews, um, if you are only a podcast listener and you haven't been reading the website, um, on our first podcast, Sophie talked about how excited she was to potentially meet Cynthia Rothrock. Yeah, and then it happened. I d- it did. I, I found <laughs> out like the night before that I was able to get a spot and that I would have a, a fifteen minute sit down interview with her, cool. and then I proceeded to panic uh, for twenty four hours. <laughs> Honestly, um, I'm just really happy I was able to keep my shit together and not embarrass myself completely in front of um, this woman who's been a childhood hero and lifetime hero of mine. So yeah, um, honestly, uh, her personality and the way that that she was with me like really helped me calm the fuck down. So <laughs> she's just absolutely lovely. I, I'm really happy. This is one of those cases where you meet uh, someone that you've always admired and they do not let you down and they inspire you all over again. That's super cool. That's, I mean, I, I will say so far, um, having having done interviews for like a, a couple of uh, festivals in different various different capacities there's something about like genre film i think stars and icons that like makes them maybe like more down to earth because they're not like mega stars like mm-hmm. it was it was a big deal for me to meet someone like lloyd kaufman and like we like and we did like a full like 45 minute plus sit down it wasn't like a rushed thing like a 15 minutes like we like did a long sit down with like lloyd kaufman and, and i was like oh but how's this gonna be and he's he's a little zany but <laughs> like it was he was pretty much like down to earth and fine. Same thing with like Kane Hodder, uh, the the I, I would say the the most the most Jason of the Jasons. I don't know if you agree, Phil. Well, he's the most well known. He's the one who's played him the most often. But yeah, 
So yeah. I guess he's most Jason of all Jasons, yeah. <laughs> most Jasons of all the Jasons. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that. There, there's a documentary about the, the Friday the 13th movies where he talks about like what he brings to Jason that not everybody does. He's like, I like to, he's like, I like to turn with my head and then follow with my body. Like he talks about playing Jason like so intense. And I was like, I guess if you've really done it for that many times, you put a lot of thought into like what essentially, yeah. yeah, exactly. What essentially this like guy, like you've probably put way more thought into being Jason and what that means than probably like any of the writers or directors of the series. Cause there's not a lot of like through lines in terms of writing and direction. Like he's the more consistent element in those films, you know? Like, Yeah, no, I'm, um, if if you know martial arts, uh, mm-hmm. Cynthia Rothrock a few years ago was a, a household name, mm-hmm. so it's it was it was definitely a huge deal. But mm-hmm. she's also uh, an accomplished mar- martial artist before anything else. Mm-hmm. So that outlook in general, I think, is going to keep her grounded um, yeah. more so than others. I mean, because I mean, they're people too, and some of them can be weird or off-putting, uh, just as they can be lovely and friendly, you know. <laughs> so I'm just happy that she was like in the perfect, admirable me- middle there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, and you mentioned in obviously your full interviews on the website. Uh, you mentioned in the interview that it had been a very long time that she had seen Blonde Fury, and you had never seen Blonde Fury. Yeah, I'd only seen clips like on YouTube or uh, excerpts during of, of, of like demonstrations for certain things. Uh, so it was nice to be able to see the whole thing pieced together. A funny story, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't written a review of my experience there. I meant to talk about it more uh, live with you guys. Mm-hmm. So when, when they diffused the movie, this was a 35 millimeter copy mm-hmm. that somehow was found. And it was a little bit damaged. So the guy cut it and... and pieced it back together for for the viewing Mm -hmm. uh sadly he pieced it together wrong (laughs) and um, a large part of the movie was out of sequence and on top of the continuity continuity er errors that uh were already part of the film in regards to (laughs) like the original yeah (laughs) yeah, like cynthia's hair varies from one scene to the other because she shot half the movie only with them and then when they shot the second half uh she was already involved in another project and couldn't change her hair back so they preferred to have her back and shoot more awesome sequences than than continuity errors you know (laughs) so having that on top of the uh the actual film playing in in wrong sequence here and there was was a little jarring and very difficult to follow uh as far as story is concerned but uh the action was freaking phenomenal <laughs> yeah apparently this guy uh, she was telling a story during the q a mm-hmm. uh this guy was full-on paralyzed during one of the scenes that were shot mm. um another one like full-on broke his leg there's this whole like you know jungle gyms and parks and there's like those ropes that looks like spider webs kind yeah. of yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah there's a giant one of those uh in, in the movie where there's this very elaborate fight scene uh, with several people involved, and that's that's where it had happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was intense. Yeah, thanks, but, Hong yeah. Kong cinema. <laughs> like I feel very like, much so. <laughs> yeah, I feel like every like Hong Kong action movie that is like has these over the top things. If you read up on it, and you're like, and this many people got very badly hurt, and you're like, jeez. And Jackie Chan was one of them. <laughs> Uh, but no, Jackie was not in this movie. No. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's very common. Uh, they they go like balls to the wall with everything that they do. And uh, Cynthia was very much 
uh, a part of that. She did all of the fighting in there. Uh, some of the more dangerous stunts, like jumping off a building, for example. Yeah. Uh, stunt person did, and she just did like the lower half in the landing kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. Thankfully, because there's only one Cynthia, and uh-huh. we didn't want to lose her to a stupid jump. Oh, um, we could lose that nameless stunt woman. Mm, well, <laughs> that's not. That's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not the point, but yeah. That seemed to be uh, what you were implying. <laughs> she was the guest of honor. She received a, an action award. I forget what it's actually called. Um, the first to be issued to an action superstar mm-hmm. at Fantasia. So that was that was very exciting. And um, despite the, the hiccup with the, the film showing mm-hmm. and, and how it was broken up, she took it in stride and she laughed it off. Like she, she was honestly the perfect guest of honor, very cool and down to earth mm-hmm. with everybody and answered every question with a fantastic story about what surrounded what in what set. It was, it was really cool to hear it out. Cool. Yeah. Um, you guys actually got to see a movie together. I mean, you got to see two. Mm-hmm. You got to see Summer of 84, which the review, uh, you guys co-wrote the review. And then you also saw, out of Russia, uh, Scythian. Scythian? Yeah. Or Scythian? Scythian. Yeah. Well, it's being, in English, it's the Scythian. But I guess it's Scyth is the, the word you said that they keep using again and again in the... Yeah, that's, yes, that's the, the, the Russian uh, way of saying it. Yes. Pronunciation. Uh, Thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Phil, you wrote your review. Um, Sophie, you have. Uh, you said you were going to be writing your review, but how? How was that? It looks. It looks really cool. And like. Well, honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to. I guess I. Oh, you, Sophie, you want to go first? I mean. No, no. I've I've talked for quite a bit. Yeah. You take a turn now. <laughs> I uh, out of all the films I've seen so far, because I've been going, uh, seeing uh, pretty much a film a day so far. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the most amazingly satisfying ones that I've seen. Um, I had no mm-hmm. expectations. Um, it wasn't originally on my list, but then I knew Sophie was going to go see it. So I'm like, I'm going to see uh, what it looks like. Checked out the trailer. The trailer was really cool. Like right off the bat, mm-hmm. if you're into that kind of uh, heroic fantasy period medieval type of film with yep. lots of beards and swords and you know it's going to be fighting and, and scars and i'm like okay well i'll check it out and uh it looked good and from the very first scene i was just like wow if this keeps up it's just going to be great it's uh it's just pure genre perfectly well done of of that style it's just yeah. uh, uh i i loved First of all, I just I noticed the costume design right away. They had to do very subtle, mm-hmm. very good things to kind of differentiate, you know, this group from that group. Uh, so you're just like, okay, so these guys are wearing a little, some red. They're part of the same tribe kind of thing, and it's just it's very subtle stuff that, that works really well when you're watching that, that sort of thing. So you don't get confused. Uh, I love so- the fight choreography. It's just uh, and just saw in the first scene. I'm just like, wow, this is this is going places, and it didn't it did not let up. Like it, was just it, it wasn't one of those movies that like starts at the big bang and then just sort of like loses its steam. Oh, not at all, not at all. No, I thought the, <laughs> that happens it's a, a lot it's in a, action movies. Yeah, no, it's it's a quest film. It's like it's a, it's a fantasy quest film. The guy goes on a quest because his wife gets kidnapped and yeah. he has to save the damsel in distress. It's very, it's very, it's a very standard story when you think about it. But it's just it's done so well, and the characters are great. The the hero goes through his journey and it's it, it, and I'm not going to say where it ends up, but it's just really 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 satisfying and unpredictable. I would say also. I'm wondering how this was received because it was made as like it's a Russian film, and if, correct me if I'm wrong. Like the Russians are the bad guys in this 
like the, the the Christian Russians are the bad guys in this movie, right? And it's the well, well that's the, the, the native, well, see, the, the, the native, the the native of what we know as Russia, like the Skith, are the heroes. It seems. Ooh, no, it's it's not that simple. Mm. Really, no, I, I, that, no, it really isn't. <laughs> no, well, it's Martin is the Skith. <laughs> I, I also need to say that getting into detail uh, about that specific topic would give away some spoilers about okay. it. Exactly, exactly. I tried, I tried to stay yeah. away from it a bit in my review also, but uh, yeah. no, good guys, bad guys. It's one of those things where the lines are not that clearly drawn. Cool. I mean, that, that's even not better. That, yeah. But that, yeah. It, it helps that you have the, the main character, though, is, is enough of a a hero, quote unquote, that he has those qualities that at least you're rooting for him. At least I was. Right. Right. So, but yeah, like I said, it just, it starts off. Yeah. You think, you know, who the good guys are. And it's like, well, again, in, in all these types of stories, I mean, if you watch game of Thrones and that type of stuff, there's like full of double crosses, and layers, uneasy alliances. And it, it does not disappoint. I mean, I was just thoroughly just entertained. The <laughs> thoroughly thoroughly honestly i wasn't uh yeah sorry go ahead i was uh hesitant when i first saw the preview and everything i honestly thought that you know like you mentioned it, it would have some really strong scenes here and there but essentially it would be super boring or like tediously exploitive mm -hmm. in a way that's like we're just trying to be this and not pulling it off all the way across mm -hmm. uh I was expecting that and to be mildly entertained, but much like Phil, I absolutely adored this movie. And so far it has been um, in all the films that Fantasia I have seen forever, I think is in my top five. Wow. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I, I absolutely loved it. There is one thing that, that prevented me from fully enjoying it. It, it was the camera work, honestly, during the fight sequences, which Phil seems to have really liked. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it is interesting because we literally have the exact opposite reaction to that. Okay. Like completely yeah, we did. Yeah. But, uh, it was kind of like this handheld shaky cam kind of yeah. thing going yeah. on. And uh, I... I've had issues with that in the past, but still managed to, you know, mutter through it. But with this, I I literally had to look away from the screen until it stabilized. I missed out on about 80% of the fight choreography oh, and wow. sequences okay. because of this. Yeah, it was like a strong physical aversion. I couldn't look at it. I would get weird vertigo, nausea, and I was like, nope, cannot. Which is a shame because it looked really interesting. And if it was anything else like the rest of the movie, like Phil seems to say... <laughs> Uh, I really missed out. So I, I really hate that this aspect prevented me from enjoying all of it, especially for fight sequences. Come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's the thing too. I was going to say, I was going to say, because just to go again, it's like a total 180 degree opposite reaction that is handheld, but I didn't find it shaky. Like I thought they, I don't know, they, they followed the action perfectly well. And that's what I really liked about it. Because I've yeah. seen films where they use a lot of handheld camera work. In which I've had the same reaction that Sophie had. I saw one last year at Fantasia called Mohawk. Uh, totally, totally different film, but it was shot, no, 99% handheld. And I hated, I hated the way it was shot so much that I didn't like the movie because of it. Mm -hmm. uh, but in this case, I just saw, I, I've, I don't know anything about the director's uh, experience, but the way he shot all those scenes, it was just the opposite. I don't know anything about fighting, but I'm watching the fight scenes and I, I got everything. I got all the information right. I needed to get. Uh, and I like the fact, I guess they chose that way to shoot the fight scenes because uh, you let the performers 
give their performance in the fights. They, they yeah. do their fighting. They don't cut. Or very rarely. Sometimes, they, I guess, they probably had to. They cut away to something. But yeah. even for that first scene there, where they, they follow the guy in the tavern. Uh, well, you haven't seen the film. You don't know what I'm talking about. But it's just it's, it's so great. It, they, but again, it's just it's, it's a totally <laughs> opposite reaction. I had. I thought it was a good decision to do it that way. And I, for me, it paid off. Cool. Like it, it, it's great. So your, your mileage may vary, but the fact that you're saying it's handheld, but like, so like Sophie, did you say like it, it like turned your stomach kind of like, cause it moved around too much? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Like I've, I've always had a bit of a dislike for shaky cam, but like this one was by far the toughest one I've ever seen from, for hmm. me. Wow. Which is weird because Dave came to see the movie with Phil and I, and he liked it as much as Phil mm-hmm. did, and he was surprised at my reaction. So I, I don't know what what it was about mm-hmm. it, but couldn't do it. Maybe if you saw it on like a smaller screen, it wouldn't be as bad. Sometimes I honestly I plan <laughs> to because I hate that I missed out. I really do because I I absolutely loved this cool. movie. Its characters, the way it was written, the way it unfolded, everything worked. That's awesome. I'm I'm excited to yeah. see it. So I was like, I feel yeah. Like- I'm going to be posting. Yeah, I'll be posting a review. Uh, it will include some spoilers, so if you don't care about that, feel free to read through that. It'll be a little bit more in cool. depth. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I was gonna say I was like I feel like swords and beards got you into the theater, but then it delivered. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're yes, like it it, you're like I'm not fully sold on this, but it does have swords and beards, so I'll give it a chance, and then it blew you away. <laughs> And, yeah, and I was the character that moved me the most. Oddly enough, was not the the beard and sword guy. It was the uh, well, the skith, uh, the main skith of the story, mm-hmm. uh, who's this little wiry dude. But I thought his performance was freaking outstanding. Cool. Yeah, he was yeah. he was great. But uh, I, mean, I don't want to get into too uh, too many spoilers. But uh, this is an issue that I have with with certain films. I guess I'm probably going to get into it if I talk about another film that I've seen in which his character. And again, I don't want to get into too many too much spoilers. He's a pretty nasty guy, though. Yeah, he's a he's a mm-hmm. he's a nasty character. Like so, if you've seen the film, so you know. So that's the kind of thing where, yeah, his performance was great. Uh, you do tend to appreciate him to a certain extent, but considering the stuff that he does, especially near the beginning of the film, it's impossible for me to like that guy. Yeah, like no matter what, I'm, I'm not gonna like him because he's just a really, really nasty, vicious character. Like yeah. a lot of characters in the film are actually. Yeah, exactly. So, I was gonna say that I feel that there's like a lot of things nowadays where they're 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 sort of like they're making the anti-hero kind of the hero, and like, and but not even like, like as soon as you said that, it made me think of something like um like in the God of War video game series, like Kratos is like he's the hero, but you're like he's also kind of a monster and doesn't care about anyone that he meets, you know? So he has like his. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't compare the okay. two, though. I think it's it's different. Like, yes, Phil has a point. The guy does some horrible mm-hmm. things, but I'll disagree lightly with Phil and say that it's not because he's a freaking monster. I think there's that whole animal instinct thing that takes over. Oh, yeah. Skiths are raised as animals, as wolves, right? Right. So it, it gives it that whole different kind of perspective, different mm-hmm. set of values. Of course, some of the stuff he does is horrifying if you don't understand it, if you just look at it on the surface. But I think there's more to it. I'm excited. I want want to see this. Um, Phil, you've seen – we're going to talk, I think, maybe about two of them. We're going to talk about one that you already have a review up and then one that you're going to be writing a review. But there's apparently a bunch of of movies about webcams in this. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're. I guess they're doing some kind of focus. So I guess it's just more of them being done. But there's, I think there's four of them at least, yeah. uh, and I've seen three. Yeah. So uh, so far. we're not we're not going to uh, talk about it. And but also, but I did just wanted to throw out a mention that um, 
the unfriended dark web is getting like a huge publicity push right now. Like uh, it's, I'm seeing ads for it like all over the place online. So, which is kind of cool for them. I suppose that it's, uh, it's going to be getting some kind of a wide release. Um, you also yeah, but saw, I think it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's yeah, uh, Blumhouse, I think, or Blumhouse. I don't know how you pronounce it, but you no, know, yeah. their, their stuff gets released. Uh, they, they get wide releases. Yeah. Uh, and you saw the new, the latest, uh, I guess the first one we'll talk about is the uh, the latest from uh, Timur Bekman-Betov of, uh, yes, the, who is like, if you, if you haven't heard of his name, you probably, um, like the, uh, you, you've heard of him. <laughs> he did the, uh, <laughs> oh, but no, he did the. Keith needs coffee. He did Hardcore Henry. Go where you know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. No, he, he did, produced did Hardcore Henry. He produced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Uh, he did, the, he um, did uh, Night Watch uh, and Day Watch. Uh, exactly. Night Watch, Day Watch, Wanted, which is pro- probably his most mainstream film that he's done so far. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, he so, did the animation film uh, Nine. Yeah, Nine. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's one of those guys who gets like visionary director in front of his name because he he certainly has like a style. Uh, but in this one, he uh, he did it's he, it's mostly like you said, all shot with uh, with a webcam conversation, and it's about a journalist sort of trying to get the scoop on a on a yeah. terrorist. Who right now we're talking about profile. yeah we're talking about profile profile yeah because yeah. we did it we didn't mention it yeah. but that's profile yeah. uh, that's the second one that I saw Unfriended Dark Web by the way, and if it's getting a wide release, I can just say that it's uh, it's worth seeing. It's a really cool. really good thriller. Mm-hmm. Uh, profile exact same style. It's a true story. It was based on a book, uh, which I have not read. And I don't know how accurate they remain to the uh, story because there's uh, some elements. I love the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, every film that I've seen with that format, including the original Unfriended, there's another film that played at Fantasia years back called Open Windows with Elijah Wood. Yeah, which yeah, I thought yeah. was great. It was also. That. that was really fun. Uh, yeah, it's the same uh, same format, same subgenre, I should say. Every film that I've seen in that subgenre was really good was really effective so i don't know i don't know if it's because of the uh, the style i don't think it is it's just they just managed to really build mm-hmm. really really intense uh thrilling stories mm-hmm. maybe because most of the time the action uh, kind of unfolds almost in real time yeah i don't know if that helps but it it, it just helps to create a lot of tension yeah that's a lot uh, of although profile yeah, yeah. Uh, profile actually doesn't take place in real time. It takes place uh, uh, throughout about a month, I think. Okay. So you do have some, uh, some time lapses in there, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's about a journalist uh, who basically uh, goes undercover, I guess, to uh, try to find out information about how uh, radical terrorists uh, lure uh, specifically young European women okay. to their cause. Uh, so she creates a fake profile and starts like tr- going on chat groups and making friends, and uh, it uh, it it starts off very very fast. It just the basic is very fast. Like it happens very very easily. That she just kind of like goes on uh, Facebook and then she f- befriends this guy and he's like super friendly and it you know I, we don't really waste any time into showing you like you know it's easy to try to try to make friends and yeah kind of uh, you know get into almost get into that inner circle i guess it's uh, right but uh it was fascinating mm-hmm. it's uh really amazing the early scenes basically where it's just it's really it's i don't know for me it's just uh, kind of odd if you're not used to seeing it that basically the the facebook persona is just this regular guy he's sending little cat emojis and oh hey so how are you how's it going and little, he uses a lot of cat videos and you're like i see where he's going okay yeah. <laughs> no, good. 
people respond to that. And then he, when, he's, when they start having the video chats, he's, you know, what you would expect. He's, he's in the Middle East and he's got his AK-47 with him. And, you know, it's like, yeah, he's, he's that guy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a freaking terrorist, you know, he's, uh, he doesn't hide it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was really interesting to see like uh, how, I don't know, it, it shows these guys or that guy in their normal everyday element. Mm-hmm. Just, just going on Facebook and and shooting the shit, Chatting and just up having fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, cat emojis. <laughs> you know, exactly. It's just like it's really. But um, uh, I don't want to spoil it too much. But uh, then there's this uh, the element that happens in which uh, the main character starts developing empathy for this guy because she starts to get to know him. Yeah. And uh, I'm get. I don't know if that happened in real life in a real instance or if they created that to create more i guess danger or raise the stakes in mm-hmm. the film but this is one of those situations where you're as a as if you're you're like what no that can't happen <laughs> you're like, like why to me, it's just like it can't it, exactly it's like, yeah, no it can't happen it's just like you know what he does you know what he doesn't hide it you mm-hmm. know he you know that he's just like what would you do today oh we killed about 20 people you know it's just like like so what you have that's literally like that's in the film yeah. you know it's like yeah we killed about 20 today you know it's uh our our, our, our best soldiers or the suicide bombers are our best soldiers you know it's like it's, i know when you as a viewer you're like but how how can you even you know develop mm-hmm. you know empathy for somebody like that but I... that starts ending up happening sorry yeah you're gonna say no, I, I was going to say, I was like, I, I don't know, uh, like I said, obviously without necessarily knowing how it exactly happened, but I'm like, I can, if, do you know what I mean? I was like, you're all, like, I feel that it's one of those things where as a viewer, you, I, I personally, like I'd say you'd have to kind of like maybe suspend your, your disbelief. Cause like even just watching the trailer, I was like, and of course she's gonna kind of like start making excuses for him and kind of like, you know, like, like they're going to start like overlooking it. Like just watching the setup i was like this is obviously like where the movie's gonna go dramatically you know like even though right. it's well, I, I didn't even watch the trailer again so i just went in blind and i'm just like so i don't know it, it doesn't to me it doesn't uh, it doesn't ruin the film at mm-hmm. all because you do get to that point that maybe it just it gets uh, more and more tense and it's not the same kind of tension you get from something from dark web mm-hmm. it's really like real world thing there's nothing really exaggerated the tension is is she gonna get found out how, how far is she gonna go with this because she's basically she has to keep that persona mm-hmm going of this, yeah, this so it gets a person that her, she's yeah. not oh yeah it's in any little detail and that's where the format is used pretty effectively every little detail could give her away you know mm-hmm. if, if the background doesn't look properly if she forgot to put her burger on you know or anything it's just like if so that's where the tension really comes and it really works really really well mm-hmm. all the way to the end so it's so- like a really really effective yeah, just a point of order. I just looked this up while we were talking. The actual author in no way felt anything for the terrorist that she was talking to. Ah, uh, there you have it. <laughs> nice little yeah. distinction. Yeah, there's a, yeah there's that a, makes sense. Yeah, that there's a, sense. yeah, there's an interview with the author. Like literally, this is a quote. Like, was there anything you liked about Abu Bilal? Uh, the more you got to know him, and the actual uh, the woman who did this, her response was nothing. <laughs> I think I always try to okay, f- okay. I try to find a little bit of good in a person. I look for it, but I tried to search for it in him for one month and I didn't find it. He is someone without humanity. So that's oh, wow, a little okay. bit of well there see I, <laughs> I that sounds to me that sounds accurate. That sounds more reasonable. Real life, yeah. yeah, so maybe the movie went that direction just because uh a lot of women do. Like there are European women who do 
ultimately fall in love with these terrorists and move to the Middle East. So maybe the movie, in order to, I guess, maybe keep the cast small, sort of had to take that creative leap of like, oh, it's the journalist who did it. Because it is a reality that women from Europe do end up going to Syria or Iraq to basically become terrorists. That's the thing that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, <laughs> the whole, that's the whole premise of the film, too, is that they, yeah, they, exactly. they, they, they want to figure out the, the, the hows that they get the women uh, from where they are, from their regular lives, to, to yeah. there, essentially. Right. But yeah, I think, it's, I think it is a bit of a creative leap to think that someone who is like a journalist would also would end up kind of like trapped by that. Like even the, uh, like I said, just looking at this article that I have here with the, uh, the actual um, author was Anna Arell. Um, yeah, with the actual author, she was saying, she's like, I think that it takes like a girl who is already like looking for an escape and is like drawn to the radical power anyway. But obviously as a journalist, she wasn't that type of girl to begin with. So she no, was it, never yeah. at any point. She was she was never at any point wrapped up into it, but I think, like I said, the movie probably made that connection to just sort of show that it does happen. Yeah. You know, well, like, I don't. I think it, I just kind of saw it as basically well, they needed something and uh, something else to create tension. That's that's kind of how, yeah, like, how the yeah. way I saw it. You know, because my reaction to it was the same reaction that you get when watching you're watching a horror film and somebody does something really stupid. You know, when when yeah. they go and investigate the noise, or they don't leave the house, whatever. It was the same reaction. I'm like, well, why, why is that character doing that? It makes no yeah, sense. You should know. You should know better. So. Exactly. Exactly. But, I get. Uh, I get. The, I get the dramatic tension of it, and and also because, like I said, it is something that does really happen. But it's just it wouldn't necessarily be something that would happen to a like a journalist. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But uh, but that 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 secondary kind of underlying layer that I really that I that I got from the film also is that because this was this wasn't about a guy converting someone to his cause because she was already uh, she was already pretending that she already was so the, the entire thing with this whole act of seduction mm-hmm. uh which which you mentioned that in, in real life that didn't happen she never developed feelings for him but you mm-hmm. see you see because even one of her uh you see a bit of interaction with her her boyfriend and one of her friends and she's shown some mm-hmm. of the videos to one of her friends and and she thinks he's cute and she thinks oh wow yeah no she's yeah you know mm-hmm. uh, you know that's that's the whole point is that <clears throat> so it uses the medium to to show i guess on a more universal uh way how in everyday life that th- this kind of stuff happens all the time mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like a smaller scale but how how some people will manipulate emotionally manipulate other people into falling for them mm-hmm. and of course it's always just not not for the right reasons mm-hmm. uh, so i really i really like that aspect of it and uh which is disturbing in itself like uh, to yeah. take away all take away all the uh, the t- terrorism aspect. I mean, that's to me is just a really disturbing thing in and of itself. Yeah. It's really, really, really. It's a it's a very very sad to see how often yeah. it happens, unfortunately. But oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So the other the other Cam movie that you watched was the one that's simply titled Cam. Now this Cam, is yeah, this yeah. is actually yeah this is one of the movies that I actually wanted to to watch. Unfortunately, my schedule is just making it so that I can't get to anything um i think you'll get your chance i think so because i think again i saw i saw the blumhouse uh, logo in front of the film so i think they're gonna there's gonna be a distribution for this so you're you're gonna get your chance and Mm -hmm. uh definitely take it because uh yeah that's probably one in my top so far this year cool i just thought yesterday it's really really good uh the 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 setup is a a woman who is a um like a sexual cam performer 
Exactly, she's a cam girl, which to be yeah. honest, I'm not super familiar with. So, if you know what a cam girl is, good. I sort yeah. of, I sort of vaguely knew what a cam girl was, but uh, there, there's a, it's a big business. Yeah, like I, I read, um, I read an article. Uh, well, Vice magazine did did an article about these these cam girls, and it's and you'd be. You're like okay, like I understand the principle. It's like you're talking to a sexy lady online, and she does sexual things, and you give her money. But like yeah. the amount of money and the the the, the sort of the, the the fake bond between the uh, the girl and her fans. I mean, I say fake. I don't. I don't want to necessarily presume it, but it's like some of these cam guys basically you start to like think of these girls as like their their girlfriends, essentially. Like it, it's it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. very. You end up with very, very weird and twisted dynamics. And this movie adds, I guess, the other layer of all of a sudden there she like this cam girl has particular boundaries, but then all of a sudden someone who is her exact duplicate is on her cam who does not have those boundaries. Yeah. Well the really one of the really cool things is that basically they do take enough time uh in the first act of the, uh, the film to set up what she does, how she does it, how you know, and it's done really, really well. It's uh, and it's really, really entertaining to watch. You know, you, we open the, the film opens with her giving her a show, and you already mm-hmm. understand what she's doing and how it works. It's a mm-hmm. great opening sequence, and like you mentioned, there's a lot of money to be made. Oh, it shows that in space because the girl looks like she's in her early twenties at best, and she's living in a yeah. house. She's yeah. all, uh, by herself. She's obviously making a lot of money off this, mm-hmm. uh, but she has ambition and she wants to to. to climb the ladder if you will it, it is it shows like it is a lot of work it takes a lot of time and yeah uh, these girls are on these girls are on cam like for like 10 hours a day if not more oh yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or sometimes yeah. more or whatever it's just like mm-hmm. but uh you see you see why because it's, it's profitable i mean she's she's mm-hmm. making a good living doing that uh but like you said the premise the premise well yeah at a certain point there's literally a a mirror image it's a mirror image of her that yeah, just like kind a, of appears. Like a doppelganger, like a duplicate. Right? Exactly. Uh, using her account, so she's all of a sudden she's locked out of her her account or her, her cam account. She can't do her show. Somebody else is doing it for her, and it's literally her. And of mm-hmm. course, it's completely uh, unexplainable. So she's. Uh, well, you're talking about the boundaries and everything. That's actually something that's not too. It's, that's not really the biggest problem. Like the. Mm-hmm. Okay, I say it, her, her. Well, I mean, I think the, a bigger, admittedly, a bigger problem is knowing there's a duplicate of yourself who is pretending to be you. <laughs> yeah, like, and she doesn't but respect I, my boundaries. I guess is somewhere lower on the list of there's a complete like body snatcher almost out there. Well, yeah, like, basically, yeah, but it's just it's, it's but it's not even about that. I mean, her initial reaction is that okay, she doesn't get how it's happening. Yeah. But more importantly, she wants to stop it and get it back. Mm. So that that's really what's what's really I say because her first reaction isn't. Really, uh, I want to find out exactly what's happening because for the longest period, she basically there has to be some kind of rational explanation. Like somebody's doing this, somebody found a double. Uh, but as we're yeah. watching as a viewer, you're just like, there's definitely not something uh, super logical at play here because it's obviously mm-hmm. her. Like it's it's not it's not it can't be a double. Yeah, like it can't be uh, like the duplicate knows personal things about her that only she would know and stuff. Yeah, it's 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 in it's and duplicate is is in her house. You know, it's yeah. she's in her room and everything. So she can't you can't do that. You know, it would mm-hmm. take. But uh, uh, the the whole thing is just really really fascinating because um, 
Uh, again, because I can't get into too uh, too spoilery. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I feel I feel material. that it's material. As soon as you're talking about like body doubles and duplicates, and you, you start to get into like reveal reveal anything wrong, and I feel you start to un, unravel the twist that I'm sure this movie has. Well, that's the thing because like, in, 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 in well, in most stories really, when you realize like when there's a mystery, there's the journey, but then there's the uh, the reveal. The reveal of the revelation, and, yeah. and even when I'm watching a film, I'm thinking to myself, "Well, I I, I hope it doesn't go there, or well, I hope you no." Know, you kind of hope sometimes, which like, well, at least I hope there is going to be an explanation because a lot of times, what happens is that uh, it's certain cases in films they basically leave it very vague, unexplained. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really hope have, it's not a, it's not just a dream. Oh, exa- oh yeah, no, that would that would just like freaking <laughs> ruin it. Um, and I I think that. In some cases, I mean, I'm not a big fan of uh, what's called like uh, the type of story that you know that remains unexplained. Like, I'm not a huge fan of having mm-hmm. like these big things. Like, well, you figure it out. Like, yeah. I'm, like I like I like to have my, at least a very much. You know, it's going to be to me. It's just like almost a cop out. Yeah, because most films have different layers, and you can get the different layer, but you can still get a nice cohesive story. Um, I cool. gotta give them kudos again. I don't want to. I don't want to give away too much. I want to give them the kudos that it was satisfying. Cool. And I was the gonna say one, it, one of the things that uh, that I see here is that uh, the writer of the film, uh, Isa Maze, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, yes, used to yeah. be a cam girl herself. Yeah, yeah, she uh, she was. So, she, she, knows, she knows she knows all about it. The, the weird thing is, yeah. I, as I'm watching the film, even the first five ten minutes, I'm watching. They show you the cam stuff, and I got the feeling that they kind of. Well, like maybe because they, they didn't want to show too much of exactly what cam girls do. I found it almost tame because yeah. you see a lot of the stuff that's happening. I'm thinking, I, I don't know if it's if in real life things get a lot, you know, more hardcore or not. But yeah. um, probably depends. But on then the again, girl, then again, yeah, I guess it does depend. But you, you have to think to yourself that if these guys are spending so much time, so much money paying these girls, it's just like, well, there's got to be like a, a huge payoff. But uh, well, one of the, I, I will say that uh, going back to the, uh, the, the the Vice article that I that I read, there isn't always like, because the thing that, I mean, if it's not the, the quality of the porn, so to speak, isn't what the guys are paying for. Like you can go and watch professionally produced pornography mm-hmm. if you're just in that. What they're paying yeah. for is that like that one-on-one relation and dynamic. It, no, exactly. So because it's not it, always actually like, yeah, they're going to do some obviously like pretty like kind of like quote unquote hardcore stuff but they're like that's a very small percentage of their day you know <laughs> like no 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 no, no. But, but i get that yeah. too and also i got it from uh because there's a q a with the, the filmmakers at the end and she did talk about that and uh and there's a quote it's like basically this whole thing is 90 percent relationship 10 percent sex which makes sense and yeah. you, you do see that in the film and it's it's mm-hmm. true and um, there's even some uh, some different cam girls in the film which is like there's no nudity or whatever it's like wow they're making that much money and they're just by so it's it's not really about the sex or even the porn it really is like you just said the relationship yeah but also that's that's a really dangerous thing because yeah. you're you're because those guys having, are, those they guys develop... are falling in love with you like they're oh, yeah. <laughs> like they're they they'll get oh, yeah so. Exactly, and you see that in the film also. I mean, it does. It, it takes its time to at least uh, be smart enough to to acknowledge that and also use it a few times in the film before cool. uh, the whole aspect of basically. Well, now there's this because the whole thing is that well now there's this new online version of you. Yeah. Which uh, which which is a really fascinating thing, especially these days, because that's something that we're kind of like starting to see now. Maybe not to this extent, not the way you see it in the film. 
Yeah, but pretty close, and it's going to get closer and closer because it, it, there's that uh, notion of once we start creating these online personas, they can very easily get away from you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They can they can get stolen. They can be used. Yeah. And again, uh, the um, the uh, co-screenwriter who uh, I forget her name, but you, 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 you just mentioned her, Isa. Uh, Isa Maze, yeah. Isa, okay, exactly. Isa, yeah, Isa, yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. she touched on that. It's part of the part of the 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 part of the writing process was like mm-hmm. back in the day when she did videos, and then the videos were used and and uh, manipulated, uh, and it's just like it just kind of gets away from you. And yeah. uh, it's it's, uh, it's really fascinating. So it's really fascinating. But the way they address it, they sort of address it when there's the revelation or the reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're smart enough to. I don't want to give away too much, but they're smart enough yeah. to give. Okay. Some... Anyway, so yeah. it could have been a cop they, they out. They do it, could... it smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do it very smart. Like you know, it's an idea film. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for, you no, know, a straight revelation of it was a ghost, you know, whatever. Like it's just like it's yeah. not that simple. It's just it's not that simple. Okay, so cool. I, I and uh, also the filmmakers mentioned one influence that in the Q and A that to me kind of like tied it all in together in the sense that oh, this is how I. Um, I can sort of uh, uh, read into it. Uh, they compared it. As, they compared Videodrome as an influence. If you've seen Videodrome, yeah. David Cronenberg's Videodrome, you're like, okay, yeah, I get it. I yeah, because yeah, that yeah. was that was an idea. So you get to the, I love that film, but you get to the ending, you're still not sure exactly exactly what was going on. Yeah, 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 exactly. But you get what they were trying to say. Yeah, in a really satisfying cool. way. I'm excited. I, I, I really think so. This was the, definitely was on my on my shortlist of movies that I wanted to see, and uh, I will make yeah. sure I check it out after. Uh, and also, it's it's really really well shot. And the lead actress, Madeline Brewer, yeah, uh, she looked she looked kind of familiar. I had no idea who she was. She's great. And then I I went on IMDb really quickly, and she was uh, the first season of Orange Is the New Black, and I thought yeah. she was great in that. She, uh, she's uh, yeah, she's very she's fantastic in a role. She's perfect. Oh, awesome. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Do you want do you want to give a maybe a quick rundown of just a couple of the movies that you're going to be checking out uh, this week? Um. Yeah. Well, to, today oh, I'm checking out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, today I'm checking out uh, some short films, the Born of Woman okay. uh, uh, portion, which is a collection. I think there's like, what, nine short films? Okay. That all are the, all... I guess women, female creators, yeah. Yes, exactly, just female creators. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I'm seeing today. I'm not... Uh... And again, uh, over the weekend, I'm seeing... I'm actually seeing a lot of short film blocks, which I haven't cool. seen any so far. Cool. So this week, this weekend, what I have already set up, maybe I'll see something else. On Monday is The Ranger. Okay. That's one of the, the big titles also. That's uh, I think it's sold out. Uh, definitely checking that out. That's the uh, Punk Rocks versus uh, yeah. Ranger. Yeah, we talked about that thing. in our preview episode. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be the big, big thing that I'm seeing on Monday. Cool. And um, uh, yeah, so I guess we'll see. Well, there's probably going to be a show by by then before we can talk about uh, all the rest of the stuff that, that we're going to see. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Hopefully, yeah. we'll try to get a try to get another podcast in a little sooner than later if we can. But uh, yeah, my schedule is also insane with the uh, with Just for Laughs and Heavy Montreal. Oh yeah, seventy seven Montreal and. All that stuff is going on at the same time. So, yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Phil. Yeah. That's cool. And thank thank you, so quiet Sophie, who is totally here and yeah. just not speaking. <laughs> of course. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Phil. All right, man. Have a good one. All right. All right. You too. Bye. Thanks again to listening to our Fantasia Festival podcast here at 9to5.cc. We said it at the top, 
but I will say it again because I cannot say it enough. If you're enjoying these blogs, if you're enjoying these reviews, if you enjoy uh, genre film and geek culture in general, just tell your friends about the website 9to5.cc on social media. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're all over the place. Uh, we are a DIY uh, website, which means that we don't have any sort of corporate sponsorship or anything like that. We're just a couple of uh, geeks in Montreal who less love doing stuff so that other people can enjoy it. So uh, tell your friends about 9to5.cc. Uh, if you like what you hear on the podcast, maybe you want to check out the rest of the website. We write blogs, comics. There's other podcasts that run all year round. Um, we really enjoy uh, anytime our fans reach out to us, any sort of feedback that you guys have for us, we're super open to. Uh, but in the meantime, enjoy the rest of the Fantasia Film Festival. We should be back with a couple more podcasts, unless this is the last one, at which point uh, we are sad. But if this isn't the last one, then there'll be more. 905.cc, podcasts, blogs, and comics, made in Montreal since 2011.